Good morning, good day, good night, good afternoon, everyone. From the ATL in Georgia, USA, it is February 4th, 2021, on the morning of this recording. This will be the first feature of a weekly feature that we're going to have on this program about the Arsenal women's team. We have talked about this week, Manchester United. We have talked about Manchester City. Now we're talking about Arsenal. Chelsea's coming up this coming weekend. I will be doing this on my own. I hope in the future to have a guest uh, who is a knowledgeable, uh, passionate fan of the Gunners. But I'm going to do this one on my own. I'm going to try my best. I'm going to try my best, y'all, to talk about the Arsenal team. I'm going to give you uh, some discussion points about them if y'all don't know uh, much about how that team is set up, uh, their numbers, the players to look for, things like that, but also look at their upcoming huge match they got. I think it's a must win. They have a must win match coming up this weekend against Manchester City. It's a must win for that team. Uh, and I'm going to explain why in terms of the Champions League position race for them and even the title race. Uh, it's a must win, in my opinion. It's a must win. Before we get started, I want to talk to you about a prize, a promotion, what we're going, we're, are having. We are offering a $50 Amazon gift card to whoever gives us our new name. We got to change this name from Manchester's Burning to something else because we are now primary focused on the FAWSL with primary focus on the top four teams in the league, the United, the Ucite, the Chelsea, and the Arsenal. So we got to change the name. So give us a name. If you are the one picked, your name is picked uh, as the best one. Then we give you a $50 Amazon gift card and give you an opportunity to come on this show to talk about, chat about your team that you uh, that you support. Follow us on Twitter, Manchester is Burning. Follow us, send me a DM, like one of the tweets, but you got to follow us on Twitter and send me a DM or give me a reply on one of our tweets promoting this prize. It is coming up. There are a lot of people working on that. Warning. You cannot use Barclays in the name. Why? We are not promoted by them. We cannot use their name. So we, I need y'all to come up with something else. Don't put Barclays in it. Okay? I wish I was sponsored by them, but no, I am not sponsored by them at all. So, let's get that out of the way. DM me. Follow Manchester's Burning. Let me know your ideas on a new name for this program. So let's talk about Arsenal women. Arsenal women, let's talk about historically. Now, I don't, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't know a horrible amount of history of women's football in England. But I will say that Arsenal holds a bunch of records for titles. (laughs) They do. They have won the first division in the WSL 15 times. That's a record. They have won the FA Women's Cup 14 times. That's a record. They have won the League Cup for women's football five times. That's a record. They won the Premier League Cup 10 times. That is a record. They've won the Community Shield five times. That's a record. Do you see a pattern? Do you see a pattern that they have a stacked trophy case? Huge trophy case, historically speaking. They have even won the Women's Champions League back in 2006-2007. So, huge heritage 
for this club. If you did not already know for the women's team there, it's a huge heritage uh, of winning and trophy lifting. Not as much recently. Now, the last WSL title they won was in 1819, not, not too far uh, ago. The last time they won the FA Women's Cup was in 1516. The last time they won the uh, League Cup was in 1718. And last time they won the Community Shield was in 2008. So it's been a little bit of time because of the uptick in major competition uh, along the lines of City and along the lines of Chelsea coming on in the last few years. So um, so now, right now, they're sitting Arsenal with two games that they have recently canceled, uh, or actually more postponed, let's say that, postponed, over the last two weeks uh, due to weather-related issues. One was a... With, I believe was snow related, and I think the other one was because of a waterlogged pitch. Uh, and so they have not played since they drew against Reading 1 1. That was about three weeks ago. So it's been a little while. Are they going to be rusty? Possibly. Every team, most every team has been playing almost every week. Um, and some have been playing in, in Conti Cup competition and so forth, but they have been uh, not involved in for about three weeks on the, as far as actual competition is concerned. So that might pose a little bit of a struggle for them from a uh, from a rustiness standpoint but who knows right uh there's rest and then there's too much rest uh for for teams um but they're sitting in fourth in the wsl because they've had those postponements and so forth they came out to a raging start i mean raging start they were playing against the mid-table teams the lower table teams and so forth raging start destroying everyone just wiping the field Four uh, nil, six nils. I mean, it was all over the place. Clinical precision, destruction, mayhem, all over the place. They were winning all out. But here's the thing, and I'm going to get back to this when I talk about their numbers. Here's the thing: against the top of the three in the league, your Chelsea, your City, and your United, draw against Chelsea one one. Now it's a big one because Chelsea's the best team in the league. But they lost to United 1-0. Probably the biggest game in United's WSL season so far was that 1-0. Uh, it has really helped their season. And then they were up 1-0 against City early and then lost late. Extra time, stoppage time, goal against City. Lost 2-1 uh, not too long ago, a few several weeks back. I think that was that was the impetus for City moving in the direction that they have. A big win against Arsenal, 2-1, to one, a comeback victory, and I think they just started rolling after that and so forth. So against the, the minnows of the league, Arsenal women have done very well, with the exception of that draw against Reading, which confused everybody. But I'll be honest with y'all, looking at Reading, Reading is a lot tougher than most people think. Reading is a very tough, resolute team to score on. They're not. They're not going to score a lot of goals. I don't think Reading, but they're going to. They're going to be a tight defense. All right. They're going to be tough to break down and tough to get around. And so, with that in mind, you know, even United had a difficult time with them uh, to get a win. Uh, and, and Arsenal, you know, they played Arsenal tough and they got, got a one-one draw. But most of the time, that when the Gunners end up playing one of the minnows, they roll them. They roll them. And and but at the end of the day. Their numbers on the offensive side are pretty staggering. The number one in the league in open play, expected goals plus expected assist over 90 minutes. They're 
They are best in the league from a defensive standpoint, tied with City in post-shot expected goals per shot on target. That is an indicator of how uh, the expected goals based on the goalie's ability to save the goal. They are the lo- you know it is the lowest, which shows that their defense is very strong. They are the best in the league at goal conversion, goals versus expected goals. They are best in the league in open play expected goals per shot on target. They are best in the league in goal creating actions per 90 minutes. And they are best in the league in the percentage of dribblers tackled. So what that means is the percentage of time that they try to tack the, tackle somebody, they win and get the ball back. Okay, so the best in the league at that. They're the lowest team in the league in the number of pressures. They're lowest team in the league in tackles plus interceptions. They're lowest in the league in clearances. What that basically means is, is Arsenal doesn't allow you much time on the ball. They are they were the second best in the league in carries against, and one in the lowest in the league in touches against, meaning allowing their opponents offense to even touch the ball they're second in the league there so they have a very strong defense but it's not about pressure it's about not being able to break them down okay that's that's what it appears from a number standpoint uh and and they are very hard to break down in the city match city who as we all know has a very um you know, strong offense. They they break you down. They pass you to death. They they're they're very clinical in their passing. Very clinical in their shot creations and so forth. And they had a hard time breaking Arsenal down. They really did. They had a hard time, but they were able to break them down in the end based on just just overall quality uh, at the end of the day. So they're very strong offense and strong defense. They're not the same type of pressure defense as City, um, but. They they're hard to break down. They're really hard to break down. They got quality players from a, from an individual player standpoint. Most of y'all who have followed the women's game at all have heard of Vivian Dema, um, and I'm I, sorry I pronounced her name wrong. Sorry about that, y'all. But she leads the league in goals. Vivian leads the leading goals at twelve, and followed by Jill Rude with seven. They also have Katie McCabe leads the league in assists with seven. Followed by Beth Mead with six assists. All right. Midabot leads is second in the league in open play. Expected goals plus expected assists in 90 minutes. And next down is Jordan Knobs, uh, who uh, is also second, is right behind her in that category. Jordan Knobs is also third in the league in shot creating actions per 90 minutes and first in the league in goal creating actions per 90 minutes. So they got some star, star offensive players. I mean, just utter stars. Uh, they are pretty well stocked up in players who create opportunities, players that can score uh, in the in the on their team, and they they can score a lot of goals and they can score in bunches. But as I pointed out, against the other top teams in that top four, they've only managed to get two goals. They got one goal on City, which was as a result of an error. They got one goal on Chelsea. Okay, so that goes into my thinking. You know, when you it, there's you know people talk about how Arsenal 
is pretty inconsistent, I don't agree necessarily. That Reading game may have been an anomaly, but Reading is a lot tougher than people think they are. It's more along times is we can put a bunch of balls in the net against Aston Villa or Bristol City or whoever, but then when it comes to the top four, they struggle. And that's going to be the difference for Arsenal is how they perform in those upcoming matches. And City's going to be the first one on the gate. Can they get a win? Can they get a good result against a City team that is very much in form? Who's, who's basically put 18 balls in the net in the last three games. Again, also against smaller uh, smaller clubs. Uh, but they've been clinically precise. Can they do it? Can they get a result to keep their hopes alive for a title and keep their hopes alive for a Champions League spot. Because right now they're sitting for it, but they got games in hand. I don't like to talk about games in hand, as you already know. I don't like to talk about that. I don't like to talk about that at all. Right? But, but, y'all, uh, they do have, you know, they can they can get points by those makeup games later on, but it really kind of depends on when they are and so forth. We can't assume they're going to win them. But they, but they're there. They're there, uh, coming up. Now, let's talk about breaking down City and Arsenal for this upcoming match. Now, this is geek time. I'm going to give you geek time, everybody. I'm talking about a lot of stats, a lot of objective stats. I've seen both teams play subjectively, and they're both very strong teams. They're very strong teams. They, these offenses are fairly similar. Of course, City's, City has their style of passing and passing and movement and surgical precision with the ball into open space and so forth and possession. Arsenal, much the same way, but not as much reliant on on, on passing. They're a little bit more forceful in, when it comes to offense, and they try to get they try to get you into errors on the defensive end uh, to lead to, to easier goals. But there are five different statistical categories that I look at for the team and against the team, how their opponents do against them, that are, I see. And so there would be 10 different areas where I, I look at to see who has the edge, who is the better team from an objective standpoint to help me understand and so forth. But I'm going to make a little bit of a surprise for y'all in terms of my prediction when I after I run these numbers by you. So that's coming up right now. All right. Well, not right now. But let me give you the numbers that I'm looking at. So the first one I'm going to look at is expected goals plus expected assist per 90 minutes for and against. Okay, so that's basically an indicator of how well that team's offense uh, and their offense creates opportunities and how well that team stops opponents from creating opportunities. And let me say before I even get further down, both of these clubs are unless I tell you otherwise, are pretty much at the top of the WSL in most every category. Okay? They're either top two, best, or in a top three. Now, there are a couple areas where they're mid-table. I'll get to those when I get to it. Uh, and it's around goalie proficiency uh, that I, I'm going to get to. But, and so in this category, in open play, expected goals plus expected assist over 90 minutes in open play, Arsenal... Is 4.29 versus Manchester City 4.10. Now that's top of the league, okay? But Arsenal has the advantage there. On the defensive end, 
do they allow their opponents opportunities the same way, right? So it's the the open play expected goals plus expected assist over 90 minutes from the defensive end allowed. Manchester City 0.98. Stellar. That's stellar. But Arsenal not too far behind. They're at 1.05. Advantage Manchester City. On the other end, offensive side is advantage Arsenal. Okay? Now, the expected goal, next up, expected goals per shot on target. Okay? So when they have the ball and they get a shot on target, how much of a quality ball is that going to be? Okay? How much of a quality ball is that going to be for each side? Arsenal, their expected goal per shot on target is 0.45. That's 45% chance that that ball is going to get in the back of the net when they shoot on target. And City is 0.42. Not big, not huge difference, but there's a difference, okay? Those, those percentage points made you make a difference. Advantage, Arsenal. Now, on the defensive side, do they stop their opponents from getting good quality shots on goal? The answer is yes. Both are the top of the league tied in this category. So it's a draw there. Point twenty six. Okay. Now, to put it in perspective, the opponent's percentage of being able to score a goal on a shot on target for both Arsenal and City is 26%. That is the lowest in the league, the best from a defensive standpoint. Chelsea, oddly enough, is 0.51. That means that their opponents have a, have a 51% chance of scoring a goal once they do get a shot on target. The trick about Chelsea is the trick. They don't give up shots on goal. So there you go. So they can be a little bit deceiving. But overall, uh, Cite and Arsenal are the best in the league in that category. Next up, goalie proficiency. Okay, Goalie proficiency in terms of how well does their goalie stop quality shots from an ex, from a post-shot standpoint? That's basically looking at expected goals based on the goalie's ability to get the save rather than the shooter's ability to score. Okay, so it's about the goalie, the goaltender this time. All right, so here's where um, there's a difference. Arsenal... When you look at actual goals versus post-shot X uh, expected goals against their goalie, their con- the conversion rate there, there for them is negative 0.1. What that means is their goalie is, dare I say, okay at being able to save good shots. Is okay. Not the best, but okay. All right? Negative 0.1. Manchester City's goaltenders are at negative 0.25. That is lower. A higher number means a better better goaltending. And their number is negative 2.5, which means they give up more goals than expected. Their goaltender gives up more goals than expected. And so advantage Arsenal in that category. That's a weak point for Manchester City, is that their goaltender uh, is not as good, and not as proficient at saving sh- post shots. Okay, From the flip side, Okay, if you look at how these teams' opponents' goalies handle them, different story. This is where Manchester City has a huge advantage. They are best in the league. Goaltenders against Manchester City have a conversion rate of post shots of negative eight, 
which means that they give up on average they give up they give up have given up a total of eight more goals than expected their goaltenders their opponents goaltenders have given up eight more goals than expected against Sitte. with Arsenal it's negative 2.4 it's a significant difference uh, advantage the city there Next up, offensive conversion. Basically, expected goals when you compare them to actual goals. You want to have more goals than expected goals. That shows that your club is very good at surgical clinical finishing. Arsenal, best in the league in this category, plus 11. That means they've gotten 11.7 more actual goals than expected goals on their offense in open play. Manchester City is not is not far behind, but they're far behind, if that makes any sense. They're second in the league at plus seven four. So both teams are extremely clinical, okay? Extremely clinical. But you know, the thing of it is is Arsenal, a lot of those numbers came against teams that were lower in the table. Same also with City. So um, but against, uh, I think Arsenal had a hard time even getting shots uh, against Manchester City in the first place. Um, and, and I'm going to get, maybe I'll get back to them in a minute if I don't forget, because I'm old and uh, my brain freezes. Okay, you flip it on the defensive end. How well do offenses do against their cities and Arsenal's defense? This is where Arsenal has an advantage. Again, this is where Arsenal has an advantage. Arsenal's opponents have a conversion rate against them of 0.06, which basically means they barely get a little bit, they've gotten maybe one, less than one goal more than expected, and zero, plus 0. 0.6. That's that's okay. Manchester City, their opponents have done better against their defense. Their goals uh, are 1.6 higher than expected goals on defense. So advantage, Arsenal. Okay. Lastly, and this is going to be very important, I think. This is, I think, the key to the matches. How many chances, and can you convert those chances? Now, remember I said before, Arsenal does very well in terms of creating opportunities, but City does almost as well. Remember that before I talked about expected goals plus expected assist in 90 minutes average, and Arsenal's 4.29, City 4.1. That's not much of a difference. Okay, not much of a difference at all. On defense, Manchester City is better than Arsenal at stopping teams from having goal opportunities. Okay, so very, very close. But the key here is, I think the key to the entire match is this final category. Shot-creating actions per 90 minutes. Manchester City has 29.5 on average shot-creating actions per 90 minutes. They create more shots. They have more actions to create shots. Arsenal down to 24.09. That's a significant difference, y'all. That's a significant difference. City creates more opportunities. Arsenal, not not bad at all, obviously. Not, Not at all. But on the flip side, Manchester City is the best in the league at stopping teams from getting shot creating actions. The average opponent they're against, 7.17 per 90 minutes. That's significantly better than Arsenal at 11.73. Interpretation, y'all, City is better at creating 
opportunities and stopping opportunities than Arsenal. Let me repeat. Manchester City is better at creating shot opportunities, goal opportunities, than Arsenal. But Arsenal is better at converting those opportunities. Arsenal is better at stopping those opportunities. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's a very even match. It's very even from an objective data standpoint. Very even. But I have to look at past history. They tell you that past history is the best predictor of future behavior. Arsenal struggled against Manchester City being able to create opportunities. They struggled to get them. They struggled to create against United. They struggled to create against Chelsea. They struggled against Manchester City in the first match. And they lost two of those three and drew the other. That is your indicator. What I see, unfortunately, Arsenal fans, is I see a team that's very good. Very good team. They got great players. Very good players on Arsenal. But City also has very good players. And I think City is just a little bit better in the key categories. And that 2-1 match was an indicator. It's going to be a great match. I think it's going to be very entertaining. It's going to be a tight match. I think it's going to be very, very close. But I hate to say it, Gunners. Gunners. I hate to say it, I think, that Arsenal, my prediction, is that City is going to win. And I think it's actually going to be a 2-1 score. I think that, that Arsenal will get at least a goal in that, but I don't think they're going to get any more than that. And I think City will, again, pull it out. They'll pull it out in the end. So I'm, I'm giving it a 2-1 advantage to Cite in that match uh, based on the numbers, based on past history. Uh, to um, to look at, uh, there's another indicator out there at 538.com. They give Cite a 45% chance at winning, 24% chance at draw, and a 32% chance for Arsenal to win. Uh, that's what they say based on the power numbers and their objective data. Uh, and just for giggles, uh, they give Arsenal a 7% chance to win the league, 64% chance to qualify for the Champions League. Um, yeah, I think that, I, that makes sense. I, I agree with that. Um, I, that. I agree with that and so forth. But this is a big match because if they lose, they get farther behind in the points chase for the title, and they get even fur. They also get further behind in the Champions League race. Um, that is going to be really hard for them to make up even with those an extra game or two that they got to play. Um, but they're a strong team, and they cannot absolutely cannot be ignored by any chance, uh, by any any stretch of imagination. Uh, but I think City is just a slad. Slad? Is that even a word? Is slad a word? I have no one. Slight. They're slightly better. So I, I'm sorry on my first feature about Arsenal. I'm predicting y'all to lose. Um and so forth. I, I'm sorry, but the numbers tell me that. Subjective eye test tells me that. Um, but it's going to be a really good game. It's going to be a good game. All right, I'm going to close this thing out. I'm going to close this thing out. The next uh, video 
and podcast you're going to see is going to be about Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea, congratulations to them. They are through to the Continental Cup final after basically annihilating their opponent, West Ham, 6-0. Team to beat. They are the title holders that hold the championship belt. you got to beat the champion in order to be the champion. And I think that is the challenge uh, against Chelsea at this point, uh, is they're the title holders. And in order to be champion, you got to go through them. And, and that's how it is at this point. So that'll be the next one. I'm going to have a special uh, contributor for Chelsea uh, coming up for that, that one. But meanwhile, I'm going to sign off for today. See the light. Know the light is there. Acknowledge the light. Let the light hug you. Acknowledge the darkness. Know that the darkness is there. But do not ever let the darkness hug you. If it does, reach out. Get help. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Manchester's Burning is out for today.